Let's talk about the BBL, the Brazilian butt lift. This is a common thing where if you're going to get surgery, cosmetic surgery, down here in South Florida, we get a lot of that. Especially in Miami, a lot of surgeons are done this way. Or people will go to other countries in the Caribbean to get this done, specifically the Dominican Republic, where you can get a lot of cheap surgery done over there. We don't know about the quality of it, but you're going to get done anyway. And, you know, the way things are, there's been a lot of things where this Brazilian butt lift procedure was done, and then you would have patients that would rehab in local hotels here in Miami. And they were starting to make a point where if you were doing that, to stop, that you were not going to be able to occupy a room in that case. Well, there's a story that came up from Vox, the $5,000 request for the perfect butt. That's the focus of this when I'm not podcasting. Rebecca Jennings talks about how they talked with a patient named Kaylee Malvo, who was in a clinical recovery room, slumped over in a wheelchair, felt sharp pain around her face and swollen eyes. She had had an operation that had just involved fat taken from her abdomen and transplanting it into her bottom, an increasingly common procedure called the Brazilian butt lift. She couldn't say for sure what really happened between the time the surgery was over and the time she woke up. She has a guess. It's like they threw me, quote, in the wheelchair and they must have hit my head, end quote. So as the 23-year-old was wheeled out of the cosmetic surgery clinic, she understood. In the waiting room was a herd of girls, she says, all waiting for their own procedures with a single surgeon. I couldn't see how a doctor can do that many patients in a day without overworking themselves, you know, she says. Kill is one of thousands of women who've flown to South Florida or Turkey or Mexico or Thailand for questionably cheap operations, where a complex multi-hour surgery not covered by health insurance can run as low as $3,000, although most clinics may advertise BBL packages for around $5,500, not including aftercare, which can double the costs. These procedures can often take place in small clinics where doctors who might have been trained as dermatologists or pediatricians are legally allowed to advertise themselves as board-certified physicians through the extent of their plastic surgery training might have consisted of a single weekend course. To make up for the high cost of running an operation operating room, they squeeze in as many as eight patients a day. You can see where the Brazilian butt lift, a physically taxing surgery for the doctor, as well as the patient might start to get dangerous. But it hasn't stopped the amount of women who have over, overgone, undergone this procedure. The number of BBLs globally since 2015 has risen 77.6%. It is the fastest growing cosmetic procedure in the world. If you spend enough time on TikTok and Instagram, they say it can start to feel like you're the only person in the world who hasn't had their butt done. The BBL silhouette is omnipresent and unnoticeable. An impossibly tiny middle resting atop a plump bottom and thick thighs. At its most extreme, it represents a cartoonish version of a fertile woman, a cross between the Venus of Willendorf and Jessica Rabbit. At its most subtle, a BBL just looks like good genes, the kind of golden ratio associated with the most iconic sex symbols of the past hundred years. Yeah, I think, you know, Marilyn Monroe, right? The platforms that provided the foundation for the rise of influencers are also the reason why the BBL has penetrated the mainstream. Consider Instagram face. The button-nosed, cat-eyed, pouty lip looked popularized by professional sexy models like Emily Rajatkowski or Bella Hadid. But for the mass majority of the population is only achievable through skillful makeup or often more than not a click of a button. Until the last decade or so, the BBL is not common practice in the U.S. Its origins, as its name suggests, are an Brazil, where cosmetic surgery has a storied background, largely to the continued history of eugenics. They go through a whole lot more here. 
And they also mentioned the practice traveled north, exploded once pop culture began to shed its preference for the tits on a stick silhouette and started to revere stars like Jennifer Lopez and Nicki Minaj. As mainstream media began to incorporate the beauty standards that have been long held by black and Latinx cultures, that big butts are hot, it continued to idealize the white women who confronted these standards conform to these standards and furthermore allow them to profit over black and Latina women whose bodies in fact the fashion establishment had previously critiqued you know there's a thing where they say this and i don't know if it makes much of a difference to me but i mean it's any surgeons like this it's also the way you'd say okay we can do this and we could take the fat that we have in your abdomen and use it because the idea is to try to go and create where there's some amount of fat that you might have in your abdomen that you can be able to go and take out to put into your butt and see what happens. I'm not sure what to think about that. But honestly, in Miami, if you're down here, it is the kind of the look that you're going to see. A lot of girls go to South Beach or they go ahead in a status symbol type of thing. Status seeking. There are women that will do that or they will see what they've seen in, in South Beach or they'll see the Latin women that have this and they'll go for it. And, you know, I never cared for, you know, I'm not a big ass kind of guy in the first place. I'm more of a big tits kind of guy, to be honest. But I also like a girl who's a little bit thicker, like a girl who has natural, you know, naturally endowed not surgically or physically enhanced, which is the other thing I really can't stand. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a purist when it comes to this, when it comes to the skin, I would prefer women that do not have to go and do a whole lot to themselves. Like natural beauty is natural beauty. And I think that's a wonderful thing. So makeup to a point, I get it, but these surgeries, tattoos, coloring the hair, all the different changes and modifications that a woman can do. Like, I mean, I can see the benefit of it, Look, I mean, a Kylie Jenner, the way she looked from one way to going to where she is now with Botox injections and who else knows what else she's probably done. She's probably had a BBL done herself, the hair, the makeup, the look. Like, she's a very beautiful girl. And you could tell that everything they did, she is the prime example of seeing a girl that's a role model for a number of women to say, you know what? I want to look like Kylie. Can you make me look like her? The show Nip Tuck back in the 2010s really did focus on that. You know, what What do you not like about yourself? And that's really, nobody says much about Nip Tuck, but that show really did influence a lot of plastic surgery and really got people thinking about the fact of how this would work. And it was very interesting like that. Now, here in South Florida, it is quite of a thing that's going on. South Florida has quickly emerged as the plastic surgery capital of America, because of the Latin population and the fact that Floridians can com comfortably wear bikinis year-round. More than one than 10 plastic surgery procedures performed by board-certified plastic surgeons in 1999 took place in Florida, and the history of malpractice goes back just as far. We used to have a great little jingle for a place called Florida Center for Cosmetic Surgery. Just one look is worth a thousand words. It was run on the newscast all of the place. You couldn't miss it. If you're watching Channel 7 News, you always caught that commercial. Like a couple of times during 7 News at 5, 6, and 11. Or 10. You always know you did. Adam Rubenstein, a board-certified plastic surgeon in Miami, says, quote, You can set up your own clinic and you could be doing liposuction tomorrow with no training in liposuction whatever. 
Though these doctors wouldn't be able to perform plastic surgery in a hospital or legitimate surgery center, where regulations are stricter and have far more oversight, there's nothing from stopping them from opening a clinic on their own and no higher board they must answer to. And you have to understand, there's been some people that have done this where, you know, where we've had some garage-type people doing dentistry and some people using Fix-A-Flat to fix, um, what was it? What was being used for, it was something where somebody was using a Fix-A-Flat for something on their body. It might have been a, 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 like a, not a face, but it might have been a buttless or something like that. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look for it. There's a whole lot more to talk about, including death rates, that one 2017 study placed the worldwide mortality rate at whopping 1 in 3,000. 25 of those deaths occurred in the U.S. the five years prior. And that's a result of these BBLs. And BBL deaths have been occurred because of improper technique. Inserting fat into the buttock is that your butt contains a very large amount of blood vessels, as big as drinking straws as one doctor put it, which, if accidentally injected with fat, can result in the fat traveling to your lungs and causing a deadly pulmonary embolism. That's where most of the reputable surgeons have a limit to the amount of fat they'll insert and likelihood of dead fat, which creates lumps and lopsidedness. Does this all sound good to you? Like, I'm, you know, this is where I, I really do sympathize with women. The women that feel the insecurities and feel like this maybe kind of a body shaming kind of thing or feeling like they need to go and do something to alter their image because of what they see on television, what they see in magazines, what they see on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Like, I got to feel bad for some of the girls out there. There's a lot of beautiful girls that decided to go and do these things. Please think twice. I've had women that have tried to come down and stay with me because they wanted to get some kind of a surgery done. I'm like, no, no, stop. Please don't do this. Um, and if you're going to do it, you know, please shop around and make sure you find somebody that has done really good work. I mean, nobody's going to stop anyone from doing it, but I don't get the appeal. And, you know, I'd love to hear what guys think about it. Do, do guys really care? Like, does it make a difference? If one's really got a big ass or not? If a girl's just got an ass, that's fine. I never really cared about it. Just, I don't know. I get where the, the appeal is, but it's not for me. And that's okay. Make sure to follow and share this episode. Click on the subscribe button right there on my YouTube channel. And make sure to go ahead and follow this show so you can catch a new episode Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays right here on this channel. And I will talk to you next time.